0: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo and Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some. birds with friends The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some. Bo and Shield party.
1: Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings You can't live up to expectations, so just do your (laughs) best. That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors (laughs) Just go with what you saw today, change your opinion daily Yeah, I'm all about that for You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right No one will remember, no one's listening Hello, and welcome to Birds with Friends We have a first on Birds with Friends Bo Wolf and Zach Berman in my uh in my my dining room, my kitchen here. Sheila's has never uh, never been to the house. This is uh we get to be more intimate than Sheila and I have.
0: <laughs> well I those are big shoes to fill as we established <laughs> last time. So anything that will improve my performance, I'm I'm cool with.
1: Let's uh let's get into it. We're gonna talk a little bit uh of Eagles training camp as uh, Sheila and I did yesterday. I'm I can't make any promises, but I'm I'm going to try not to puke in the middle of this. Are you more awake saying? today? I were? am. Okay, good. I am a little bit more awake today. How are you? How's, uh, how's athletic life treating you?
0: I'm loving it, but I, I can't wait for camp to begin for us to get into a routine. Uh, but uh have got a, a lot to to live up to after that Derek Barnett story today.
1: Oh, thanks. Um, I think you are like uh, – your excitement level for camp to start is a little bit um, – Still too much, don't you think? <laughs> My wife says
0: the same thing. Actually, yes. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's like the first day of school, and I always right. like the first day of school.
1: Do like you some miss? Didn't, do you miss, were you on the beat when when it was like at Lehigh and everybody arrives like the arrival? I was, there? yeah. That was a fun thing, although it was actually sort of a pain to just be waiting for guys.
0: Yeah, but, but you had a chance to talk to them before, like right. it was the post practice setting. Andy Reid did his pre-training camp setup. Um, and I actually I, I liked going up to Lehigh because it was like the only thing you focused on.
1: Yeah, I I didn't mind it either. Yeah. Now I wasn't I wasn't married at the time and I didn't have uh, same with me. I didn't have exactly. kids, yes. so it was a, and, so it's I was, a little different situation. and I was staying in the yes. dorms working for the team. Yeah. But it was it was a nice like uh, uh like sort of bunker mentality like this is this is it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You felt like you were living hard knocks basically. Yeah. You know, like you were in it.
1: Right. Yeah. I like that too. And then uh, how how times have changed? Just one open practice. What did you make of the uh, the Don Smolensky explanation?
0: I uh, I didn't totally buy it. I think there, it's a little weak. There were things about it that I, I thought had some validity. Actually, if I was Don, and, and far be it for me to give Don any advice on this, but, I mean
1: fire away. That's but what there the were really two me.
0: things I would emphasize. First off, it's better for the football team. Sure, that's like
1: team. that should be the only yeah. message.
0: Like the point of training camp. Is for the team to get ready for the season. Right, practices are objectively better at the NovaCare Complex than they are at the stadium. Now, I know fans can watch at the stadium, but they have the, they have three fields at right. the NovaCare Complex to practice on. Um, it's it's just that it's a better practice. Number one, and then number two, what he said about. The fact that the Rolling Stones were there last night—they well, could have booked
1: okay. them a, not, a different night. Like <laughs> well, it's the Rolling Stones, right. it's
0: not like they're giving you like. A, I mean, they're a pretty big act, and, I, you're, yeah, and well, you're not going to have a sold out Rolling Stones concert every year. And yeah, but they have—they do have
1: concerts like every year. It's not true, always but, the Rolling but, Stones. Sometimes it's uh, like sometimes I, it's Kenny Chesney.
0: So they're yes, as Riley Cooper can tell <laughs> yeah, you exactly. But they're residing the field, and, and that was the and that was my key takeaway. So. When they re- then reside the field, that takes a certain amount of days away. They don't want to do these open practices after the preseason begins, um, because, well, right. in, in my opinion, you only have a fixed number of practices between games. You talk about and the fan follow- interest is lower. Fan interest right. is lower, as as Don said. So you really have a two week period here, and if you have half of that period is spent with a resided field, it limits the amount of days you can have. So if he kind of focused on those two things. I would have bought it more. When you start talking about, like, the crossover between practice one and practice two... Right.
1: Um, I mean, the least thing is fair. Like, they they, they oh, can't well, they, really... They they can't have too many people at Novacare. Yeah, like, like they
0: literally can't. Right, like, they they're not really allowed can. to. So, um, I'm, I'm sympathetic there.
1: But the football thing is, like, you know, yes, they should do what's best for the football team, but, like... Thirty-one other teams have more than yeah. one open practice, and they're all also trying to win the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm and then the
1: paying, like having like the one well, open that, practice, and you got to pay yeah. ten bucks, is I think a little bit asinine. I'm
0: I'm, I'm not too outraged it's about a bit the of a one milfinger. open practice because yeah. I, I just think there are things there. But but the fact that you pay, and they, I, I understand. It's for a good cause, like it's for the Eagles Autism Challenge. Right, but, but you could have donations, you could have sure. There's different ways of, of doing it's, that. It
1: shouldn't be. It shouldn't be um, the one practice you get to go to. You don't get to choose what like my cause is. That's how <laughs> I feel.
0: I, I I see your point, point. Um, and it's 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 an outlier from the rest of the league, from what I understand too.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a middle finger, but that's okay. You gotta do what you gotta do. The reality
0: is once. The season starts. I think people forget that. Yeah, I, I really think. Well, yeah. I mean, that.
1: that's the thing is that it's we, we we talk about it now, but it's gonna be it's gonna be over in a second. Um, when you listened uh, to yesterday's show, did you disagree with any any takes on the uh, uh, as we went through the positions? Uh,
0: well, I think quarterbacks are more interesting than you made it sound. Okay, uh, sell me. Uh, well, because like Nate Sudfeld needs to look good, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz has been hurt these past two years. As as we said in our our back and forth exchange, mm-hmm. what was that? The, the beat back and forth. Beat
1: back and forth. Yeah.
0: I actually like the uh, the <laughs> original suggestion you had.
1: Would change of possession. Change of possession. Not bad. Yeah.
0: Um, but like I think that Nate Sudfeld is such an unknown. Twenty five career pass attempts. And you don't have that security of Nick Foles anymore. Yes, you, you. I agree with what you and Shield were saying that Carson staying healthy is not really like a key thing to watch during camp, right? Especially when he's wearing a red jersey. Now, if if, if he has a regression or if they yeah, stop, if, if we get what we
1: did last, if we <laughs> yeah. went last year when like he's he's all go <laughs> yeah. and then like a week later, it's like yeah. no, this was the plan exactly. the whole time. Yeah, yeah.
0: that would be a, sure. That would jump out to me a little more. But Nate Sudfeld, in my opinion, needs to look really good, and he needs to look. Considerably better than Cody Kessler and Clayton Thorson, which is not a high threshold. No, that is not a high bar. It's, it's
1: uh, thats fair. I think that's fair.
0: Like, and in every preseason game, when we have these conversations before the preseason games, outside of that third game, when you're like, "What are you watching?" I want to see if Nate Sufeld's good.
1: Well, yeah, I think that I think that was probably what we were saying was like the the training camp itself okay. is is maybe not as interesting yeah as the preseason games for the quarterbacks, but. That's fair. I, th- I mean, you're right. Like, if if if, uh, if Nate Seinfeld doesn't look better than Cody Kessler, there's a problem.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, and then the next one you talk about was linebackers, and I actually agree with you guys on on the on the kaboo bandwagon. Okay. I, I think that's going to build some steam. Torin Camp. Uh, I like your your Nate, your Nate Jerry fandom. Um, I, I think that he's someone who the team likes. Um, I do think you, you should pay a little more attention to Zach Brown. That's a guy I'm curious to see. We didn't okay. see much of him this spring. and
1: Is that just Zach bias? ZB bias. Actually. Yeah, that's right.
0: I mean, I can favorite, talk about Zach Ertz, but Zach your, Ertz is that's ZB. That's true.
1: Who's your favorite ZB in the world?
0: Um, that's a good question. I haven't thought about this. Uh, I mean, there's a few Zach Browns, right? Yeah, that's there's, true. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I would need to take some time to think about that
1: one. I feel like I, well, I, I uh, they're, they're all Zachs, probably. What are the other? Well, there's, there's Zeke, Zeke. Like Zeke
0: Moreno was a football player a few yeah.
1: years ago. Um, Zoilo Versalis, one time uh, MVP for the Minnesota Twins. There you go.
0: Zendane, Zind- the uh, yeah, sure. famous
1: soccer player. ZB is I guess like, uh, Zach Brown. I guess I yeah. went. To, I think I went to school with a guy named Zach Berkowitz. Does he count?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Maybe <laughs> he guy. would be my favorite ZB if I knew him. Um, but I, I hear Zach Brown's an interesting guy to cover, so right, he might be my right. favorite ZB by the end of the year.
1: Okay. All right, let's get to, I got a little uh, game called, What's More Shrikely? Okay.
0: Yeah, this is a pun, I imagine. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bird
1: pun, the Shrike. Uh, tell me, who of these guys you think is more likely to make the roster? And then if you think they're both going to make the roster, who's more likely to make it?
0: Okay, And I like who's going to play more? Because I've actually been working on my 53, so. Yes, cool. we're both coming out with our yep.
1: 53s tomorrow. Uh, we will start with the linebackers, and you said Nate Gary. Nate Gary or L.J. Fort, who who has a bigger role on the 2019 Eagles?
0: Ooh, uh, well, I guess I'm going to go L.J. Fort because of the guaranteed money they gave him, and I think he has a strong special teams role. But as you mentioned, Ken Vichol, uh Kenny Flahole, <laughs> Yes, and Shields' and suggestion was Flahole. Flahole. Yep. Uh, did say when we spoke to him in June that – this is a guy who can play all three positions, so I think he's a real valuable backup. And there is the chance, if the Eagles want to kind of game the comp pick formula, that you can let LJ Fort walk. Right.
1: It seems like him or like him or Sandejo. Yes. They probably should cut it's, one of them. Yeah. Like. Um.
0: So that's so that in the back of my mind is something you think about, but I I, I think they signed Fort with the intention of him being on the roster, and so I would go for. Uh, but they probably
1: signed Corey Nelson with the intention of him being on the roster. They very too. much signed
0: Corey Nelson with the intention of him being on the roster. Although it didn't take long for it's well, yeah, that was that roster. was what
1: was so funny about yeah. Corey Nelson. It wasn't even just like like oh he just didn't make it. Like from the very yeah, beginning clear. he yeah. stunk. Like
0: like when, when we know watching <laughs> right. the sideline, I think that says something. Um, so that's you know what as as I'm talking about it, I'm going to go Nate Gary because I think Gary's a yeah. safer
1: bet to make the roster. Yes, um, for to have a role. I think that's probably right.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go Nate Gary. If
1: they both make the roster, yeah. I think that Ford will have a bigger role. But I think that Gary's likelier to make the team. I agree. Okay. I agree. Uh, Paul, let's, this is this is the Martin Frank Memorial question. Ooh. Paul Warlow or Wendell Smallwood?
0: <laughs> I think Wendell Smallwood probably is a best. I, I don't think Warlow is going to be on the team.
1: Um, he's getting like – he keeps getting yeah. gassed up by people. I don't see well, it at well, all. Well, he's a good story. That's I why guess. I think mean, it's
0: an interesting story. There were two good stories this week on him. Um, and uh, – I would say though, Wendell Smallwood uh, has a better chance of beating out Corey Clement for the fourth okay, running back interesting. guy. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm picking Corey.
1: Okay. But yeah, I think both of these guys are on yeah, the outside looking. But we're in. knowing who's yeah, more yeah. likely.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I will go Wendell, but I don't. I don't have either on my 53.
1: Okay. I think Wendell. I would go with Wendell too. Uh, as I have said in the past, he's sort of like uh, he's the one guy who can like who can fake. Each of the of the things that they need from a running yeah. back, he's not he's he's like a C minus at everything. Uh, whereas like you know Josh Adams might be a C as a runner, yeah. but he's like an F. I just think as uh, your number
0: four running back. You're 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 going with someone who's a little more upside. I would
1: like to aim higher. Yeah, yes, for sure. Okay, I agree with you. Uh, Matt Pryor or Trayvon Hester.
0: Uh, Matt Pryor, I think has a better chance of making the team. Okay, uh, Trayvon's interesting one because. It depends how many D tackles they keep, right. uh, but I, I don't think they're moving on from Matt Pryor. I, I think they're 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 really bullish on the development of both those draft picks from last year, Pryor and Jordan Mayalata. Uh, I have Matt Pryor on the team. Although I will say, I was surprised during the spring that he didn't get more time with the ones at right guard right
1: that it wasn't like a competition with yeah. him and Big V it was, it was just, like Halepulavati Vita, who's right.
0: never played right guard right. we're gonna make him the right guard
1: do you think that do you, do you think that they're trying to uh, gas up some, uh, some gin up some trade
0: for Vita, buzz for Vita I, you think I that's part
1: of the reason that they've just installed him there
0: I don't think it's part of the reason but I don't think I don't think Howie Rosen's gonna hang up on you if you call out Vita. no you know, I don't think he's I don't think that one's off the that would be more. great I love
1: that <laughs> off the table. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> we can talk, we, we can yeah. talk about uh, Carson, but uh, uh yeah, like, don't don't you dare call me about how Vati Vata.
0: And they have a history of trading these these backup linemen. Um I, I mean they traded Dennis Kelly during camp. They traded sure. They they traded um Matt Tobin during camp. Um so yeah, I, I For I,
1: Shil Kapadia. That was the I believe that was the deal. And
0: a traffic. pick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think she'll last longer than the traffic. I would have to look
1: that up. Well, I would, I, yeah, that's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Okay. Give me your give me your three likeliest Eagles to be traded.
0: Okay. Before so, week one. Yeah. So number one's is Halapouliva Okay.
1: By the way, you deserve the credit for uh, me always prena- or always saying his full name. But you, <laughs> you You said you said if it's my job, I feel I see the guy every day. I feel like it's not that hard of a thing for me to just. Learn, Al- learn to say his name. That is, yeah.
0: well, I, I don't feel like I can call him Big V. Right. Although I will say this, uh, and, and, and not to gloat here, but I do have special permission from him to call him Hal. And really? I'll, I'll give the backstory. Okay. Here, okay. I don't know how many of our listeners play Madden.
1: Okay. Um,
0: but in his rookie year, his name in Madden was Hal Vita Oh, really? Okay? They didn't spell. <laughs> they couldn't. They Malachi couldn't fit Madden. it. And so um, I asked him.
1: Hal Vitale. That's uh, very funny.
0: Well, I, I I first asked the old PR guy Derek Boyko right. about you know, does he go by Hal? Right. Why is that? And now were uh, you
1: playing Madden and that's how you figured it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was looking
0: at Madden and, and and that's how I found it out. And uh, and so I asked him and he said no one can call him or or, or he said no one calls him Hal. Okay. He said, But you can call me Hal <sighs> And I was kind of flattered by Okay by that I still don't feel like Kalapulvati right. and and I are at the how level Okay. Although I've I have i have had some very pleasant conversations with Halapool about that. Yeah, company. I like him too. Yeah. Soft spoken guy. Real interesting story. He 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 wanted to go into Department of Homeland Security, I believe. I didn't know that. Or That uh, sounds like a story. I might be mixing up my agency. Okay. Um,
1: as long, as it, F- wasn't, as, long yeah. as it wasn't ICE, I think we'll be No there. no. no.
0: <laughs> it might have been might have been FBI, but I believe it was Department of okay. Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah, really interesting guy.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like him too. Um I had to follow up. So, right, yes. Yeah, so,
0: all right. So, this, no, this, no. So I want to know
1: uh, my Madden question. Do you yes. still do you still play with two kids?
0: Uh, well, I I get it, and, and I don't. Play what do you percent. What do you play it on? Uh, PS4. Okay. Yeah, is what I have. I've had that for a long time. I I really sound like a nerd here talking well, about no, this. No, well, um, there's no. But nerding. actually, I, I found it helped with my coverage. Or I, I I did it early on to kind of help with okay. my coverage. Um. I found it was a good way to really get to know all the teams. And when this was. So, back when you play,
1: do you play as the Eagles? This was like. I
0: don't really play, per you se. You like simulate the game yeah, in franchise that, mode? Yeah. Definitely definitely okay. So, I did it in 2011 when I was on the Giants beat. Or, no, it was 2010 when I was on the Giants beat. And I found out, like, I knew everything in the NFC. Like, in the NFC East, from like all these teams in Madden. Okay. So it helped me there. So yeah, so I, I do scan it, and uh, but I, I I'm not a I haven't artist, played Madden
1: in forever. How is the game? It's actually you, fun. I, okay. Um,
0: yeah, it's actually fun doing Dynasty mode. But no, I I don't to answer your question. I don't play it that often okay. anymore. Uh, do you have not other just games? That What's that you,
1: that? Are there other games that you do play?
0: Uh, I do play 2K. I do play NBA 2K. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, online or uh... no like okay. online? You're not, you're not, uh, you don't have the no. headset on.
0: <laughs> um, I should though. As the like, Sixers? I should. Um, yeah, yeah. Depending on, you yeah, know, depending on certain things. Okay. Um, but uh, no, that's, that's that's a tangent I didn't expect to go down. Today. <laughs> that's okay. But anyways, I, uh, Hal Vitae um, <laughs> <laughs> from Madden. Um, and no, I would also expect. Uh, one of the cornerbacks to be on the, on the trade block. Right. If Jalen Mills wasn't hurt, I would say Jalen Mills. Mm-hmm. But with the injury, I don't think he's high up there. So I'm going with either Sidney Jones or, or Russell Douglas. One or the other, okay. I think, could be interesting trade candidates. And then beyond that, there, I don't think anyone's going to pay for one of their running backs. Right. Um, you know, talking about like...
1: Uh, well, yeah, uh, you could, I could see like, uh, you know, Josh Adams in exchange for like...
0: Okay. We like
1: you know. Uh, let's say that someone gets hurt and they need like a fourth safety yeah. or something like you know, like a uh, like a David Fluellen for uh, uh, for Cody Park for Tony Parky yes. trade something like that. Yes, which actually worked out for them. Or Terrence Brooks for uh, Dexter McDougal. Yes, something like that. Yeah. Yep, yep.
0: And, and the Jets won that trade.
1: They did. Yeah, they did.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. So I would say, uh, Vitae number one. Then number Corners two, too. The, the corner... The yeah, I said three, yesterday I
1: think right. that Rasul is the likeliest just because teams would know what they're getting. There's there's less I injury agree. questions. I agree. Um, fewer injury questions. Yes, I agree. Uh, and then I don't know who else I would go with.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe one of your receivers, if they look good during right. the summer. Uh, I don't think Nelson's going to get traded. I, I've read those stories, and I think Nelson's going to be
1: here. I think it's too late. I think, I think at this point now, he's going to be here.
0: And I... Yeah. And, and the other thing... And this is, is a that,
1: team with Super Bowl Well, I've, I've, I've heard the, the,
0: the, Jordan, the Jordan Matthews comparison. Um, and I've, I've, I've heard it used with J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. But I think it's fundamentally different. Like, they traded Jordan Matthews to open that spot up Right. for Nelson. If you trade Nelson, I don't think you're going to put J.J. in the slot. Um, so I, I think J.J. is a year away from being... A significant down player. I think he's going to get some time early on. Right. I think the only way they trade Nelson now is if they're if they're just totally all in on two tight end sets. Right. If they're like, all right, Dallas Goddard's too good to keep off the field. We're going to be in this seventy percent of the time. So, what are we doing with Nelson? Yeah. Seventy um,
1: percent we... of the time is it's, it's, it's crazy. It's too high.
0: Yeah, but it would have to be a really good offer for, for me to trade Nelson.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think in terms of of getting any, like, real compensation back, I, I I find it hard to see anything besides Tai or, or or a corner.
0: Yes. But I think they can get a decent return for a corner because those guys, both those guys I mentioned, well, well, Sidney Jones has three years left on his deal if you consider he's restricted. What do you
1: think you'd get for Sidney Jones? I would take, uh, I think you like Sidney Jones I a little do. bit more than I do.
0: I like Sidney Jones. So
1: let's have the Sidney Jones conversation. I'm
0: colored too much by, by watching him in college. Like, he okay. was so good in college. He wasn't so good last year. No. But I still. That's when he him. had.
1: That's when he had working uh, ligaments.
0: That is true. Uh, his 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 Achilles had yeah. not been torn at that point. But I think he's a good player, and um, I want to see him on the outside first. I I would trade Rasul before I would trade Sidney.
1: Well, it depends on compensation, but I would I would almost like if you can still get I would get I would take a fourth round pick for Sidney Jones. Really. Right now.
0: Okay. What would you take for for Douglas?
1: I would. I mean, I would take a fourth for him too, probably.
0: Okay. I don't know. If you I don't know it. a
1: fourth. I don't know. I don't know. I like Rasul a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Rasul can play. Yeah. Uh, he's he's proven that the past two years. Like that's why if Jalen Mills was healthy, but but this this yeah. foot injury is like
1: it's <laughs> yeah, you Who knows? Expect him to wake up one day. Who knows? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So that's that's a, that's a real interesting one.
1: All right. We're going to do a uh, – we're still doing the what's more shrikely here, but in the middle of it we're going to do uh, – we do a thing where you've got 100 turkeys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this before on the podcast. You can uh, split them up however you see fit in terms of what is most likely. So the four backup safeties, mm-hmm. Andrew Sandejo, Trey Sullivan, Blake Countess, and DeAndre Hall. No offense to Godwin Iguabuki uh, or Trey <laughs> You've or had a great mind. It sounds like something
0: Carson Wentz would say in the huddle before we go. Right.
1: Um, those four guys yep. apportion the 100 points, the 100 turkeys, in yep. terms of who, who is likeliest to, uh, to make yeah. the team.
0: So I think Blake Countess is, is going to be on the team. Okay. And, and that's not something people think, or I, I guess some of our, our other beat writers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think he's on a decent contract. He has experience. He can really help you on special teams. Um, They have him on contract for next year as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I am – I'm going Countess the most. I would – so I I need to give you the number of turkeys. Sure. Uh, Let's go with 40 turkeys for Blake Countess. Okay. Let's go with 30 turkeys for Andrew Sodejo, Okay. who I think would be a no-brainer if you weren't playing the compensatory pick game. Right. Um, and I do think Howie Roseman's going to be thinking about that, because yeah. they need an injection of young Well,
1: players. they talk about it all the time. He yes. can't He can't pretend like it doesn't exist yeah. at this and, point.
0: And it's, like, it's a significant difference. It's like trading him for, what, a fourth-round pick? right? Which is a trade you would take right. any now a late
1: fourth, but still. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, but it's a trade you would take. Correct. Uh, so... I think that would be one. I um, So, so I'd, I'd go 30 there. And then I'm going to split DeAndre and Trey. So I, I went 40-30. So, so I had 15-15 each for, for DeAndre and Trey. Equal,
1: and, you think, huh? Yeah.
0: Now, I, I, like I think I like Trey, Trey
1: Sullivan a little bit more than you do.
0: Yeah. And, and Trey's actually been good for the Wolf Den, too.
1: He's, yeah, he's a pretty, yeah, he's a pretty good character. He's, yeah. he's,
0: he's always there. He's always in the locker room. He's, yeah,
1: he's a very good Very interview. nice guy.
0: Um, they did give up a draft pick last year to get DeAndre Hall. Uh. They kept saying it's unfair for him, like, learning the defense. Grave on the block. You know, you're not – Right. Like, I, I was always curious about that. Like, like what was keeping DeAndre back? Um, but DeAndre has a certain frame that's hard to find. He has cornerback safety flexibility. Uh, so I'm going with DeAndre Hall there.
1: So you oh you would give him 16-14 over 15-15. Uh, no, you're, you're splitting it still. Still, still
0: splitting I mean Trey's done more on the field. Right. So if you're looking at it purely based on the way they've played, Trey also, uh, they, they they really seem to like D backs from like the Maryland DC area. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and so Trey Sullivan fits in that Rodney McLeod, Ronald Darby, right. uh, yeah, group.
1: I think Gun I would canvas. I think yeah. I would uh, I would have Trey a little higher and Sandejo a little lower. That would be my Okay. That's how that would how it has. Do you to think
0: happen. they're gonna play that comp game? Do you think one of those today? I would be. Yeah, be I mean, I
1: think it would be silly for the for them to keep both of them, considering the trade off.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree.
1: So, all right, this one, uh, two more guys who are who are likely to make the team, but more likely, Jordan Mailata or Clayton Thorson.
0: <laughs> Clayton Thorson, I think is more likely to make the team. Okay. Um, I think he's your developmental quarterback. I've heard the you argument don't think they that could they, they can him slip on, him on yep. the practice squad. I don't think you're cutting your fifth round pick and trying to get him through to the practice squad, uh, especially a fifth round quarterback.
1: I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Like, there's
1: a reason. When you had so few picks to begin with.
0: Exactly. And, uh, like, like Doug Peterson's only drafted one other quarterback during his time here, and that was Carson Wentz. I think Doug wants to develop a guy. Uh, And so I I think Clayton Thorson's going to be that developmental quarterback. And Jordan Maiolata, like, awesome story. But uh, I do think when I say we, I include like us, the media. I think we went a little overboard based yes. on like two preseason games last year. Right, like he looked good. But if, if they really thought it's like that this Brian a,
1: Baldinger's tweet about like the next like you know, Hall of Fame <laughs> yeah, tackle, they're going like from Jason yeah.
0: Peters to mylata, yeah. like they took Andre Dillard for a reason this year, correct? Because you know, they're not convinced on this guy. So I think of those two, I still think Thorson is more likely.
1: I agree with you. I think, I mean, I think that Milano will make the team. I think yeah. they're invested in his development. He's still very young, but, like, it is possible that they just think he stinks. So.
0: Yes. I mean, it's also possible he does. Right. You know, like, I mean, he's played one year of football.
1: Correct. Uh, okay, Boston Scott
0: mm-hmm.
1: or any of the undrafted rookie offensive linemen?
0: Ooh. Uh I think there's a better chance of any of the undrafted offensive linemen I would have said Boston Scott until Sproles right. sign. Now Sproles gets hurt, which isn't out of the question. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean it's almost a <laughs> exactly. it's a when, not an if. Yeah,
0: um, then then Scott has a legitimate chance because he can return for you. He fits he fits yep. that Sprolesian role. Uh, but I I think they like these these undrafted rookie linemen. I do think that they're going to look hard from a developmental perspective. More likely they'll be on practice squad, but if they don't feel they can slip someone through, mm-hmm. if one of these guys looks really good, whether you're looking at Ryan Bates, uh, is, it, Sua, is it Sua
1: Sua Opeta. Yeah, um, this is the conversation that Shield would not be able to have the uh, the, <laughs> un, the undrafted rookie <laughs> offensive line. Yeah,
0: um, I, I mean, I think Shield could. I think Shield could.
1: He would tell you that he would. He would tell.
0: Yeah, he would. He would play it off. But um, yeah, no, I I, I think they're going to look hard at at, at at those guys, and I don't think it's out of the question that. They go deep at that position just to keep one on the roster. I agree. You yep, have Nate Herbig. I don't think Casey Tucker is going to be in that conversation. <laughs> but
1: what about Keegan Render?
0: Keegan Render could uh, from a center perspective. Yeah. Um, and he those Iowa centers are, uh, yeah they 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 groom good offensive line.
1: Julian VanderVelde. Yes. James Ference. Yeah. Uh, I uh, the fact that I'm giving you the field probably makes it more likely, but. I, I can't. Uh, I can't abandon my guy, Boston Scott. I got to. I got to keep the keep the hype train running. Okay. Uh, all right. Last one on this segment. What is more likely that they keep a sixth receiver or a fourth tight end? I think it's
0: more likely they keep a sixth receiver. Uh, last year they did keep four tight ends. Richard Rodgers was hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that was part of the reason they they did it. Um, and so, yeah. So I. I think if, if they like Shelton Gibson in a gunner role, I can see that. I don't think they're giving up on the Matt Collins experiment yet. So I think Collins is on the team. Um, and we, we didn't see Collins all last year. So Correct. I, I think there's like a little out of sight, out of mind with him. They were really high on him a year ago. He's a perfect
1: fifth receiver yeah. for healthy.
0: And you and I have talked to people inside the organization who said that, like, don't close the book on him yet. Uh, so... I, I think that, uh, that... Is this
1: a conversation I missed? Or no, you were there.
0: <laughs> it was, it's a guy who's the <laughs> No, no, no. When the mic's off, I'll, oh, I'll tell yeah, you more I about understand. it. Yeah. I um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I think that uh, Hollins is on the team. And then from special teams perspective, whether you're looking at a Braxton Miller... Market I, Michael, I don't get this. Guy?
1: I don't get this Braxton Miller fascination.
0: Former what third round pick by Houston? Yeah, yeah.
1: He was there all year last year and and didn't get a sniff.
0: No, and they were signing guys off the street, right? Yeah, and
1: he did nothing true. in the spring. Not that the spring matters that much, but like yeah. I, I just don't see anything with it. He was
0: one of the first guys that came to Doug Peterson's mind though when we were talking about depth receivers.
1: That's true. He,
0: he was part of his stream of consciousness. Right. Uh, you have your DeAndre Tompkins, Greg Ward. Um, Charles Johnson, who looked good in the spring, but I don't think you keep him as your sixth 30 receiver. years old. Yeah. Uh, good story, though. Was
1: yeah, there, good you, story.
0: We should get that story in Led Florida. the
1: AAF in yes. uh, receiving, yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, so, of, of those guys, Sheldon Gibson was, was fine in, in, in the gunner role, and I think if you're thinking about special teams, uh, you have to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, but I think they can find that.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree.
1: Okay. All right, moving on to Owl You Know. Yes. Okay. Tell me who (laughs) you think will be uh, fourth on the team in snaps at defensive end, Josh Sweat. Okay,
0: or Connor Barlow.
1: Tell me what you think about the Barlow. No,
0: Josh Sweat. I look. I I
1: think they are high on Josh Sweat,
0: and I think rightfully so.
1: You think rightfully so? Rightfully so. Okay,
0: I'm a Josh Sweat guy. He was
1: on that uh, the Football Outsiders uh, players to watch 25 prospects. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, now, I-, I liked him when they drafted him. Uh, I think I like the
1: idea of him.
0: Yeah, but I-, I think the idea of him is... Like, yeah, I, I like <laughs> the idea of him too. Um, but I'm not, I'm not like... The ship hasn't sold on the idea of him. Uh, he's... When he comes off the bus, if you want to use that football sure. terminology, he looks like a D-end. And uh, I think that in a situational pass rush role, when you talk about speed around the edge... That's what he provides. Now, can he refine his pass rush moves? Absolutely. But I, I think getting to the quarterback is – I think he'll be able to get to the quarterback. I really do. So I, I think Josh Sweat. And, and and frankly, I think Josh Sweat might serve more of utility for them than Vinny Curry as the season progresses.
1: I don't think that's crazy. I mean, Vinny Curry was not good last year with the Bucks. Uh And he's not like – his role should, is not like – uh, third down, come on the field and just and just get after the quarterback. Like his role is, he can play the run a little bit. So, yeah. uh, it, I think he could fall out of favor.
0: Who would That's you rather like have, crazy. Vinny Curry or Connor Barwin? I,
1: I mean, I gotta say Vinny Curry. I think Connor Barwin's probably cooked, don't you? And he's also not really a, a four-three oh, yeah. defensive end.
0: Yeah, he's he's been adding weight. Yeah, um, yeah, I I would say Vinny Curry in in this system, but I don't think Barwin was as bad as as like as as some people thought back in 2016. Tell
1: me about it, because I didn't. I didn't watch much.
0: Okay, yeah. So basically, they switched from a right a three uh, four to four three, as, as you know. That I do know. <laughs> I was aware of that part. And he switched sides. So he oh, okay. was. So his Pro Bowl year, when when he had you know 14 and a half sacks or whatever, um, I think that's what it was. He was rushing from the defensive left, uh, the offensive right. Right. And all the, So when the when Jim Schwartz came, they moved him. To, to the blind side, yeah, and he's going up against left tackles there, and in this division, you're going up against that's true, like that's Trent true. Williams twice, Tyron Smith twice. Um, I think Eric Flowers. <laughs> I, <didn't realize>. <laughs> I don't know if that <laughs> argument really holds for the Giants. He
1: should have had a few but, sacks. Yeah, yeah.
0: but uh, but I, I I thought that that contributed to it too, and uh, and yeah, I, I mean maybe you can say I have a soft spot for Connor from like the media perspective. I like Connor he's, Marlin, Yeah, he he's a good guy to cover. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not writing the Connor Barlow football obituary yet.
1: Okay. I'm open, I'm open to it. What do you think of Sharif Miller?
0: Didn't see enough of him this spring to, well, I mean, I was there for practices, but, but really didn't have like a strong impression of Mm -hmm. him. Did see him in college. Thinks he, I think he has some tools to develop. Uh, love, the story of Philly guys. I'm very, as you'll see in this podcast. Like, you love a Philly guy. I love a Philly. Okay. I love Philly stories. Like I, I, I could tell you every Philly guy in the NFL. Every Philly guy in the every NJ, guy
1: in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It, like
0: as, as 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 we have. Did you see pop-
1: Bob Sturm's piece today? By the way, uh, it was like he like he made a roster of, of of football of an NFL team of players from the Dallas area. Yeah, that's
0: better than the team from the Philly. area. Well, you should do the Philly. <laughs> um, I like that. I, I could. Like I. I could, uh, give and, me your starting, And f- I will say this in my previous job. So at the inquiry, yeah. um, never uh, heard of it <laughs> in, uh, I would always write about Philly players. Sure. Um, and, uh, like just like during the draft time and a lot of these guys, like I, yes, I remember you I'd sidling had,
1: up to Nazir Adderley at the senior bowl.
0: Yes. Yes. And, uh, I, I mean, I met with Ryko Armstead before the draft. I, I was in Jalen Strong's living room before the draft a, a few years ago. Um, you know, I like did a Will Fuller story. You can go on down the list here okay. of, of guys. I mean, you have Philly area quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, Matt Schaub. Um, you know, you can go on down the list. Now, I don't have it in front of me, but, like, every every time they play a team, right. I'll tell you, like, oh, this okay. is a Philly guy. All right, I look forward to that. Uh, yeah. Like Give me your
1: starting five of uh, NBA players from the Philly area. All time? No. Now. Now. Okay. But they're allowed to be retired if you think they still have game.
0: Okay. Uh, so 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 Kyle Lowry is okay. your point guard here. Um, you know, so Tyreek Evans who's suspended. Okay. Um, but I gotta get Tyreek on that team. Okay. He he, he can give you scoring. I want mo- both Morris twins together.
1: All right. I like that. Okay.
0: Um, and then. Uh, it's, am I doing position, or am I just doing like?
1: Well, you can you can play positionless like, basketball if you want. Yeah, are, sure.
0: because like, who's who's your five? Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 a good question here. I'm stalling. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but, well, um, you
1: are a good uh, basketball general manager, I've heard. We've heard from Derek Bother. Derek <laughs> yeah, I get really into
0: fantasy basketball. So so far, we have talked about video games and fantasy basketball. That's what we're here for. Um, uh, uh, I do spend a lot of time on my fi- – I need to say, <laughs> after the previous podcast, okay, I, I want to make this clear. I want to make a public service announcement, okay, because my that wife – That was
1: the highlight of the podcast. My wife
0: and my in-laws both listen to that podcast. <laughs> um, I love my family more than anything, <laughs> more than my job – my, my wife, my two kids. Uh, so I want to make that clear. And I want to make clear when I say I had the rest of my life with the kids, it was not suggesting like, oh, I don't want to be with them. It was just suggesting that like two hours at the media center. Uh, I
1: still want to make that a drop.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, so, uh, all right. So, so I've, I've established that. But yeah, I do love fantasy basketball. And uh so I, I, I gave you four of, of my five there, and you have to give me a range. I, I mean, I, I, I guess you can go King Christmas. Um, that He's the fifth best player? Nah, uh, I mean, you have Lavoie Allen. He can be I guess. I'm trying to think of a guy yeah. who can play center for you. Well, just, you, just, you have Rondé Hollis Jefferson, but he's not your five. Okay. Um, oh, well, okay, here you go. I'm including guys who were who just drafted. Yeah. All right? So yeah, I'm, putting, that counts. I'm putting Cam Reddish in there. I'm putting DeAndre Hunter in there. Okay. So now my lineup's a little different. Yeah. So now that I established that, let's go Kyle Lowry, Tyreek Evans. Let's go both of keeping the... keeping
1: Tyreek Evans. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, because he can score. All I mean, right. He was he was legit last year for the Pacers. He was legit for the year with the... With what is he rhythms. suspended
1: for? I missed this. Drugs. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> and, all of them.
0: <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> Actually, I, mean, drugs. Drugs. Uh, I, I want to I, I put the Morris twins together I was at the owners meeting I was at the NFL owners meetings back in 2000, uh, 2013 Chip Kelly's first year and I went day two of the owners meetings I drove over to the Suns practice facility okay. to do a story on the Morris twins and, uh, and they were together they were teammates then for the Suns and it was a great interview uh, like they were, they were very generous with their time. It was great. I spoke with them together, but could
1: you tell them apart? So this, <laughs> so, so I,
0: had, so
1: you've got the recorder. I, I, so I,
0: I recorded it, and then I didn't transcribe it until I got
1: home. Right,
0: and you're like, oh no,
1: <laughs> oh, no. oh no, which, one? yeah, which
0: one's <laughs> which? And because that's very funny. So I, I had to go onto YouTube. Okay. All right, and do separate interviews, like watch separate interviews with both of them, and try to get their their voices down. Okay, just to identify which one was. Did
1: really you good. know who was who at the time?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. but I, just yeah.
1: listening back, you couldn't remember listening which back, one I said what.
0: Well, I I I, I remember at the beginning. Okay, but then they were like interjecting, so it was a okay. great interview because right. it wasn't like an interview; it was like a conversation. Like they were cutting each other off. Right. they were telling stories of the other guys. Okay. But then, as you're transcribing, that's was, very funny. It was, I like. Yeah, that. it was it was a problem. That's um, very funny. So I'm going. So, so that's a tangent. But I want the Morris twins together.
1: But then you. So, but that's six. You got. Yeah, you, so, you want both rookies. You yeah. Said. So
0: all right. So I'm, I'm bringing Cam Reddish as my sixth man.
1: Okay. Off, off Is Kobe team. on the team?
0: Yeah, absolutely. But okay. he's retired. Yeah,
1: but he's he, if you well, think then, he can still play. Well, then I'm
0: putting Rasheed Wallace on there too. Uh, okay. Uh, I bald a Rasheed, yeah.
1: All right, back to the Eagles. Yes, uh, who will uh, who do you think will be the start the the starting nickel corners? Who will be the three corners and where?
0: Great question. This is I
1: mean, this is the question the, of training camp, yeah. right? Outside, outside, of, outside of health, yeah. Like,
0: and I'll do a quick plug in in uh, the NFC East roundtable that I did with the other beat writers. We were asked position competition, yep. and I mentioned the cornerbacks. There's
1: no I, doubt that it's. the – I know who the top
0: six are. I don't know who the top three are. Uh, is Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby, are, are they healthy opening day? Are they... In- that's the
1: question. Well, I mean, that's that's one yeah. of many questions. But. So,
0: I'm going with Avante Maddox as your slot cornerback opening day.
1: Okay, I agree.
0: And then I'm going with Ronald Darby and Sidney Jones as my starters.
1: Okay. And then uh, when they're in base, does Sidney Jones stay on the outside or does Avante Maddox go to the outside? Sidney
0: Jones stays on the outside. Okay. I'm, I'm doubling down on my Sidney Jones stock right now.
1: Okay. I I'll, I mean, all off season, I have said I think it will be Darby, Mills, and Maddox. But the, it, it seems less likely that both of them are going to be ready for week yeah. one now. So I don't know if I'm ready to move off of it. And Avante Maddox was not very good on the outside at the end of last season. He was exposed in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm going to stick with it for now until until Jalen Mills shows up without a foot um, okay tomorrow yes
0: yeah a like, which
1: all right, we had a little brief uh technical difficulty, but that's uh that's okay, no puking this time um okay, jumping backwards to uh to the running backs, who do you think will be the uh the leading running back in week three leading leader in touches
0: I'm still going jordan howard uh i I think that it's too soon to make that transition. He's a proven running back. I think he'll help you on early downs. We didn't see Miles Sanders all spring, and I think that transition is going to happen much later in the year.
1: A little uh, behind the scenes. This is the conversation that we had that was cut off. So uh, it's it's always awkward to rehave a conversation. But uh, we I actually established... find
0: much more co- I find myself much more concise <laughs> well, the yeah. second time around. It's like you've had the dress rehearsal. If we right. did this podcast again. I wouldn't have mentioned the Halapulavati Vaitai Hal Vaitai story. Why
1: that was a great story.
0: Yeah, but then you go down the video game rabbit hole. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. My wife was shaking her head about that one.
1: Um, well, not as much as she was shaking her head about uh, you having as much the rest of your <laughs> life with these kids. Fair enough. Um, but but the conversation that was lost, yeah. we established that I think you like Jordan Howard a little bit more than I do. Um, you know, he wasn't very good last year. He's established that he can he can like give you volume. But my expectation for the running backs is that if Miles Sanders looks good, like looks like he's really got juice in his legs, they will make that switch sooner than later.
0: I ask you this question. I'll ask it again now that it's, it's being recorded. Yeah. Who would you rather have? Jordan Howard, 2019, LeGarrette Blunt 2017. Going into the season.
1: Going into the season, I feel better about Jordan Howard now than I did about Legarrett Blunt then. But... I my expectations for Jordan Howard are that he will have a worse year than Legarrette Blunt did that year.
0: I disagree. Now I do think Miles Sanders is better than the number two running back right. on. The, you know, I'm going into that year. They were using Sproles. They had Smallwood. Um, now they traded for J.J. later on.
1: Clement sort of came out of came out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and that was later on too. Right. Uh, but I, I just think when you look at have where Jordan Howard's going to get those touches? I think it's going to be early downs. I think it's going to be short yardage. Uh, I think he's he's a good player. Like I'm, I think that Jordan Howard's kind of been uh, he's he's gone from overrated to underrated, if you will. Uh, now now I don't buy the argument that he's going to be better in this offense because right. as we've established, this is very similar to, to, to Matt Nagy's offense. I, I don't think going from the, the Bears DNA team, right ex- DNA. exactly, uh, but I, I think he was productive. In the Bears' offense,
1: but they were so desperate to get rid of him, and it's not like it seems. It's not like he's like a bad teammate or something like no. that. So the fact that they were so so anxious to get rid of him is what what, what would give me a yeah. Cost.
0: Now they they drafted David Montgomery. Yeah, but that was early. after. Yeah, but clearly they were they were going to draft a running back. I mean, they were bringing in running backs. Now they signed Mike Davis, um, and obviously they have Tariq Cohen coming back. That's that's the big thing. Uh,
1: you were a big Mike Davis guy, the, the uh, college coach.
0: <laughs> Indiana. He he <laughs> brought him to the national championship in two thousand
1: two. Was that right? him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I guess better career than I give him. Lost to Maryland for in yeah. two thousand two. Was that it's, Jared Jeffries? That was Jared Jeffries. Okay. Uh,
0: great. Je- and Jared Jeffries had a fear of flying. It, that that's a interesting. I don't Jeffries, remember that. So, yeah. yeah, that was a big story around. Did me, our Philly
1: basketball track. conversation get in this? Or did we get that? Get okay, what was that? Was that in the part that got uh, edited out? Oh, I, don't, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> hope not. But yeah, I'm, as as your listeners will, will hear, I'm a basketball nut. So uh, I I'll, I'll drop a lot of basketball references. You have to
1: again. say our listeners now.
0: Our listeners, yes. Yeah. I, I still feel like <laughs> I still feel like I'm not totally. It's like a cult. The 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 birds with friends. Good. Um, and so I, I, I still need to earn my earn my stripes. What's the your bird feathers? Your, earn my feathers. feathers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the terminology is important. Um, but anyways, I, I think Jordan Howard is better than he's getting credit for. I, I don't think he's special, but uh, the stats are what they are. The production, you can't deny that he's been productive. Now, I, I know volume has, has something to do with it. Right. But he's hes done something when he's gotten those carries.
1: It's true. And Doug has, Doug has sort of gassed him up as like an emerging team leader. I don't know if that's just um... – like, absolutely nothing, like, completely meaningless, yeah. but he has he, ha, it's, he he does seem to like it. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, last one. Uh, and Al, you know, who will be third on the team in snaps at linebacker over the course of the season?
0: I'm going Zach Brown for this one because... Who's
1: your favorite ZB of all time? Yes, <laughs> we've established mm-hmm. that, to
0: that, yes. Uh, Zach Brown, uh, in my opinion, is going to be their base down linebacker. I think Kamu Gruger-Hill is more the guy they use in... In sub packages, uh, so I think Camus plays more, but uh, I think Zach Brown's going to be in the field 20 30 percent of the snaps, maybe more. Who knows?
1: I think he's probably the odds-on favorite. I don't know. I've, so, some part of me is just not really, not really buying into the Zach Brown thing. Okay, I because the
0: league wasn't interested in him, as you pointed the league out. Wasn't here.
1: interested. Yeah. Um, you know, if they do, they really need like a a. Prototypical middle linebacker like they play base so little can't they just put Nigel Bradham there uh, and get two other guys who can cover on the field like whether that's Fort or Nate Gary in theory I don't they know. could
0: yeah they could now if you think back to 2017 when Jordan went down they played Ellerbee very seldom right um, Hamlet that, yes that's, that's from Hamlet, North yes. Of, or Hamlet Georgia Hamlet, North Carolina Hamlet, that's right. same
1: town as my Quick
0: yes yeah, well said. There you go. Uh, so, I think that I'm I'm not totally sold on Zach Brown being a huge player in this defense, but uh, maybe he beats out Camille. Who knows?
1: Yeah, no, it's possible. I'll go with uh, just just to stick with my favorites. I'll go with I'll go with Nate Gary. Okay, I like why that. not? All right, you got anything else? What What are you What were you most excited about for tomorrow? I'm holding out. I told you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um
1: protesting the Sproles re-sign
0: <laughs> I was the only one who, uh, who of the three of us yeah, and Shield's not in the room right now but I I, yeah. I was the only one
1: who, who, who like
0: really understood the move
1: who, you're oh, the only one who understood were, the move no no no, no. <laughs> who,
0: who like who like gave it a positive grade I should
1: right say. well yeah the, yeah. the commenters would, would have said that you were the only one who understood the move <laughs> yeah, right? I,
0: I mean I don't think they brought him like who is he taking playing time away from
1: Boston Scott
0: that's, why that's do they have to do,
1: do it now why couldn't they have waited? What's like who's who are they beating to get Darren Sproles? Do you think he was really going to go back to New Orleans or something like that?
0: Uh, no. But I no, that's that's a good point. Uh, no, nah, he, he was trying; he was getting healthy during the off season. I guess um, he was never going to come to OTAs anyways. Like, right? Or I, sh- I shouldn't. Have so said, why should he have to I, come I to training camp? Darren, uh, because you do want him. Training camp is a, a different story.
1: Well, they waited. They waited, they waited like, for Corey Graham last year.
0: They did wait for Gordon, as he told us. Like, right. He's like, Yeah, I knew I was coming back all along. All right. um, no, I look, they they needed a punt returner. And when you spoke to Dave Fipp, when we spoke to Dave Fipp during the spring, it, it was kind of clear that they didn't really have a punt returner. Right. And when he kept talking about Deshaun Jackson, But
1: let's see what let's see what these guys do in the preseason. Who? Boston Scott and DeAndre Tompkins.
0: Are you gonna keep DeAndre Tompkins on on Probably on, not, here? but I'd, I'd be willing it. to keep
1: Boston Scott. Blake Countess can return kicks.
0: Kicks more than punts, I think.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Kicks.
0: So, but, I, I mean, I think your punt returner is considerably more important than your kick returner, especially since the new rules. Definitely. Play. And Sproles, I think Sproles can do that. In the, and he's also
1: not even, he's not that good at it anymore. Returning punts.
0: He hasn't had that, that high of volume, that's, as we've established really, pretty know. much it's in the past right. years. Like, uh, yeah, I I didn't mind move as long as he's not taking snaps away from Miles Sanders. If if we're asking Doug Peterson if if we pick up the snap count on on a Monday morning right. and it's like 23 snaps for Darren Sproles right. then I'm criticizing the move. But I don't think I don't think Darren's coming back for that. I don't think the Eagles brought him back for that. Okay. In my opinion. Uh so yeah so anyways you're protesting because of the Darren Sproles Yeah, I'm holding out. And um and then I'm going yeah, so the to show up with the brink and
1: I'm going to show up with the struck on uh, on Monday morning.
0: So uh so I, I guess that
1: ruins my leverage if I tell the Eagles when, I'm coming, when I plan to come back.
0: <laughs> uh, that was, did, did you see Joe and Ramsey? Probably? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, the that was the reference. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I think that I want to see who's on PUP to begin. Uh, that's important to me to see. You know, these injured guys, who's, who's out there day one? You wrote that great Derek Barnett story. It, it sounded like Barnett's going to be back. I mean, Nigel Bradham didn't practice right, right. sounded like Barnett. Uh, it, it Fletcher sounded like Cox. Fletcher Cox. They missed a lot of guys in the spring, and I just point this out because last year, going into camp, early in camp, they kept saying it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. And then when they were sluggish at the start of the season, you kept hearing, "Well, we were hurt early in the season." Right. I think that really did play a factor. You you need your guys healthy, and I want to see how healthy this 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 team is. So I think that's, that's the first thing I'm watching is who's actually out there.
1: It's not. It, it's not necessarily uh, guys missing training camp that bothers me. I think like last year, I think was more about the, the you know, the cumulative effect of playing so many games, yeah. and that's why they weren't fresh. So like, you know, Fletcher Cox doesn't have to uh, doesn't have to take a part in a single training camp practice, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, but I agree if He's ready with that. to go week one. But he's got to be ready to go week one. Right. Exactly. Like Alshon Jeffrey. Like Brandon Graham. Graham last year. Yeah. You know, he didn't have a great year, but he 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 was ready to go week one. That was fine.
0: But he would tell you that he was sure. he wasn't the same. He had to
1: play himself into shape. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Alshon didn't come back till week three last right. year. Carson didn't come back till week. Two. Right. But well, no, Alshon didn't come back till four, week four. four. Right. Uh, yeah, Carson didn't come back till week three. So that to me is like I, I think that's a big deal. No,
1: I think that's fair. Brandon
0: Brooks, we know he's not going to be ready tomorrow. Right. But is he going to be ready week one? So I so I'm I'm real curious Both the corners, the nuts and bolts tomorrow, and then. I, I should tell our listeners, our listeners, not your listeners, our There you listeners, go. good job. That tomorrow's practice, I'll, I'll do a, you know the, the running diary that you and Bo have I'm sorry that you and Shill have, have done well with, but um, it's not going to be much tomorrow. This going to be a light practice. Really, not until Saturday does the practice start to ramp up?
1: Oh no, not Friday either.
0: Friday, they're still phasing into it. I don't think they wear the pads until Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they wear the pads until Saturday.
1: Okay. That's interesting. That's good. That's the that's the institutional knowledge that, <laughs> yes. that we get from you. Maybe,
0: uh, maybe not until Monday, but I think it was pads on Saturday. I how are you? Check.
1: How are you handicapping the race for the open cubicle?
0: <laughs> I think you're gonna get it. Um, no,
1: no, no. I mean, I've already I've already, already taken <laughs> shields. <laughs> Who's gonna take mine?
0: Oh, uh, I think it's gonna be a competition between Mike K and Daniel Gal. Yeah, it's gonna guess.
1: be. It's, it's it um, could be bloody.
0: Yeah. So I'm very curious to see there. I'm stay. I like both those guys. I'm. So I'm staying out. Here. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be diplomatic, but uh, I'm. I'm curious. I think it would be
1: funny if uh, I don't know someone random just <laughs> just, just, jumps in. just yeah. took squatters' rights, yeah. like. Uh...
0: But um, I'm curious what you think of our row as um, yeah. as we talk in a week your scouting report on that row.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to it.
0: And uh, and I'm also looking forward. Uh, I imagine that the seating at the uh at, at the games is, is gonna uh, you're yeah you're, you're gonna have so, a different vantage point yeah, you're gonna so slide I'm, down yeah, to the right so you're gonna for, be further in the back yeah. back of the end zone and i've already heard from people uh in in your row who uh who've, who've already talked to me about joining so i'm excited i'm excited to join that row
1: well we're excited to have you all right well, uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for schlepping over to uh, my neck of the woods. No,
0: I love it. I, am I allowed to say this is Queen Valley? I think that's okay. Okay, yeah. I, I love this area. This is a booming area. I love, I love being here.
1: Well, thanks for coming. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening to uh, Birds with Friends. We'll be back uh, probably on Monday when I end my holdout, but, uh, but we'll see. And at that point, we'll, we'll start the, uh, the Daily Pots. Thanks for listening, and as always, we love you.